We did it again! A toast to another successful Armored Core game. Uh, what's what's wrong, Miyazaki? You haven't touched your victory ramen. Aren't you excited? I don't know, man. I just feel like my life doesn't have meaning. You want to talk about it? Uh, do you ever feel like you run around all over the place, gathering an endless amount of energy? Only to be smacked over the head with life, all that energy goes away. Find yourself doing it again. Yeah, life can be like that sometimes. It doesn't have an easy mode. How can I deal with that kind of stress? You know what I think? I think you just gotta get good. Good? Yeah, punch life in the face and say, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, that's what I need. That's what the world needs. Just need to get good. That's the spirit, man. Oh man, got a great idea for a game. Gotta write this down. It's gonna change gaming as we know it. People are gonna say their games are like ours for decades. It's gonna be amazing. Meanwhile, several years later in a college dorm in Tampa... So wait... You're telling me that Demon Souls is a metaphor for depression? And that's why there isn't an easy mode? Yeah. I mean, can't you see it? I mean, it was totally the developer's artistic vision. I think you're full of shit. And I think you just need to get good. Ugh. I hope that phrase never catches on. In the early 2000s, Kelly Ryan and Matt Mason were sent to backlog prison for the crime of owning too many games. These RP gamers promptly escaped with help from their staff to the internet underground. Today, still drowning in unplayed games, they survive as podcasters with no fortune. If you have a backlog, if no one else can help, well, you've already found them. It's our A-Team of RPG Backtrack. RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly RPG news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly RPG feedback show, and we're your bi-weekly nostalgia show. I'm your host, Kelly Ryan, and the solaire to my son, my podcast partner in crime, Mr. Matt Basem. Someone here who is never going to get good. <laughs> Um, and joining us, speaking of Q&A Quest, we have Q&A Quest here tonight, here to uh, praise some sun. We have Wheels and David. Hello. Chosen undead, yet still deprived. Nice. <laughs> and finally, our, our one of our favorite people to have on PARPG cast, because he's always a, a bundle of laughs, Pascal. Uh, yeah, I feel like today, uh, just call me Patches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does that mean you're a liar or just a character that shows up frequently? Uh, I feel like I'm going to get kicked down a deep hole today, so. <laughs> Don't worry, at some both. point you'll be a spider. Not, oh, right. not, not today. Not, not this not, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's, and, right. So, if, if you can't tell by our, our jokings, we're going to be doing a double shot since it's spooky season this week. Um, starting off with Demon Souls and then going into Dark Souls. The podcast will get happier as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, happier, crankier, um, <laughs> on, on every system as opposed to just one system. My God, I'm sorry. This getting into the story of Demon Souls, which we will after the intro, was just fascinating to me. I couldn't believe the kind of development hell that that game went through, and now it's how we compare everything to its sequel, not Demon Souls. Yes. 
Yes, to be clear. We compare things to things that work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha- hang on to some of that shade, David. Uh, so, yeah, going to be an interesting show this week. Um, we're going to have a brief musical interlude with some ambience from the Souls games, and then we'll be right back to dive in. Stick around. RPG Backtrack, where we are going to get into the very first Souls game, Demon Souls, released in Japan on January, or, sorry, February 5th, 2009, and then later that year in North America on October 6, 2009, on the PS3, and then later remade for the, P- the PS5 uh, for 2020. But I don't know if we're even going to really get into that one because the original Demon Souls was kind of a cult hit. There's not a lot of difference between the two versions outside the graphics anyway, and you can screenshots for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I thought. Um, the, the only thing I heard was that at some point they said they was going to put in an easy mode and then decided against it. Uh, but the, the development history of Demon's Souls was interesting. Like, did you know that it was originally supposed to be an a Oblivion clone? Yeah, tracks. Yeah, the, so uh, Sony wanted to have like a killer app on the PS3 to basically compete with Oblivion because that was um, do, doing like gangbusters on the 360. Uh, so they commissioned from software and it kind of got put on the back burner. And then the Miyazaki showed up. I cannot remember his first name for the life Itataka. of me. Itataka Miyazaki kind of wanted to take it over and made it to how we know it. Um, Sony played the play demo and thought it was awful and decided not to publish (laughs) it. So then Atlas picked it up for the U.S. and I think it was Bandai Namco that did for either Japan or Europe. I can't remember which. Europe. Okay, gotcha. And then... Yeah, it kind of became a cult hit, and when the sequel, Dark Souls, was being developed, Bandai Namco just picked that up immediately. And yeah, the sequel obviously took off like a railroad, or like a train, and that's why Bloodborne and, which oh, their um, remake of Demon's Souls is Sony <gasps> exclusive, because Sony was kind of pissed that they basically let it fly out of the coop as it were. Um, Extremely PS3 era Sony move. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This all, by the way, I found out by via the show What Happened on YouTube uh, by by Matt Big Muscles, so that's why, if it sounds familiar, that's why I just setting my source here. But I didn't know about any of that. So I I thought that was just just a fascinating um, development story. There's actually a lot of buzz around this game before it came out because people were importing it since everything mm-hmm. in the game They're was in english Asian already person. yeah so i was before it came out watching like lots of youtube videos of people playing it and uh, i very just, nearly imported it myself yeah <laughs> same same until atlas announced it and there was just 
tons and tons of people fascinated with this game. Yeah, I, I only played it back then because that was back when I bought everything that was published, um, mm-hmm. not knowing what I was getting into. And then got got into it, got about three bosses in, and hit the prison with the squid demons that could hit me from a mile away with lightning. And that's when I noped out and haven't touched it since. That's fair. <laughs> Power yeah. yeah. I don't know. Should, should I get back into it again? No. Sell me on yes. No. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes, yes. No. Okay. There's some. There's gonna be some fighting here. So I, I guess uh, let's go good for. Or yeah, let's go good first. Pascal, tell your side. You said that no. you liked it. Oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> do, um, do you just like pain? No. <laughs> I don't know. I was no. I was. Um, I was. A, I was the biggest pussy about like actually playing this game. Um, I. Uh, I. I also learned about it via YouTube. Um, I'm not sure if it was even out um, in this like in the U.S. at that point. Maybe. Maybe not. Or it had maybe just come out. Um, and I saw like just a couple of videos. I didn't know a lot about it. Um, and I don't remember ever buying it. But somehow it it ended up on my shelf. So I I picked it up. I, I remember like how weird I. Maybe not weird. Weird's the wrong word. I was like kind of fascinated by um uh the only thing I ever knew about it was uh the the video I watched was talking about how you can invade other people's games and <laughs> and kill them and mess with them and I just thought that was hmm it was something all right I don't know <laughs> um and then I I bought it and it sat on my shelf for the longest time ever um I was honestly just afraid to play it I, you know from everything I'd like heard about the difficulty but once I did and I finally like jumped over my shadow and gave it a shot yeah I I loved it but um, I'm t- feel, I'm told that to... this, I'm told that the souls experience teaches you patience yeah I mean like um, I don't have the kind of patience that like I mean the the people that make these videos professionally oh god hell no I don't have that kind of patience I am not above summoning for a boss for a boss battle after just a couple of tries <laughs> although in in demon souls I um, I don't think I ever did summon. I'm trying to remember now, because honestly, I couldn't figure out the damn summoning system. So that might not have been that might have been a moot point. Also, but that was kind of bosses are easy and terrible. The, the, the um, only boss, yeah. the only boss I even remember was that slime boss that had all the shields all over it. That oh, you could fire Shallings, yeah, yeah. That's a bad fight. I'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> Most of so, the bosses are bad fights. Yeah, I mean, but that one's a detrimentally bad fight. <laughs> for, for me, it established a proud tradition of ignoring every clue the, the the opening level gives me and every item that it gives me to fight the boss with and just ignoring that shit and going in with a sword and a shield and trying to do it that way. <laughs> That's a miserable way to try to fight that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think like I just I have a hard time like saying immediately what I liked about it. I kind of I kind of expect like my thoughts will crystallize as people start heaping shit on the game. <laughs> Is that a key for uh, Q and A quest crew to start heaping shit? Um, say some nice sure. things first. Um, <laughs> <But> wheel test. <laughs> I mean, thinking back when this game first came out, I feel like like action RPs in general had kind of stagnated mm-hmm. and there was a lot of garbage. I, I couldn't even tell you what other action RPGs were even out and I might have even been playing at the time. Um, Musa was still a thing. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep would have just come out around that time. Yeah, that's a decent one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, but there was just Very a lot cool. of 
Eh. And this game, like at the time, just watching it and initially playing it felt like this wonderful breath of fresh air, like this really, really, um, really focused and like grounded combat, intense and like positioning, all this positioning matter and mattered like oh i'm in a tight hallway my sword might bang off the wall when i'm trying to attack it just it seems so simple now but you look back on it and there really weren't a lot of games just doing anything like that at the time it was just so fresh and just now action rpgs have stagnated around its formula true yeah, just a tad. Uh, but yeah, so initially it was a lot of fun, and then just digging into it, it just kind of got frustrating. And um, eventually, I just put this down. And by the time the sequel went down, I think eventually I went back and finished it. But just was like felt like forcing myself to play through a bunch of garbage because like there's there's a lot of stuff in this game that I still love. That's really like incredible like the 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 prison with the squid people is yeah it's tough but i think it's got a great atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah and it and that was my the one joy i got out of the remake was going back and playing that again um, i mean yeah, the, the atmosphere of the whole game i had never seen anything like it at the time yeah. just this very dark gothic architecture with um you know, the you know, corridors that are only lit up by torches and you can barely see what you're doing yeah. Um, to me, I hadn't played anything like that since Resident Evil. Yeah, and and just this this old school approach to the game where it's not it's not necessarily it's not like it's not like you're playing through a game that's impossible to figure out, but it's also not like dragging you along like directly to every point you need to get to, and it gives you a lot more freedom to figure out how to get through a level and how to fight a boss and things like that. And it has a great system, the the message system, where players can leave helpful messages or um, messages that end up getting you killed. <laughs> or, you know, j- just j- general nonsense like a uh, uh, touch finger. Yes. Side that, that... I, I will never forgive them for giving people the phrase sticky white stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good idea. <laughs> Um, so, sorry, preparing a little far into the future with Elden Ring there with what I wrote the most from. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, and initially there's a lot great about this, but once you start to dig into it and, you know, not even necessarily taking into account how much better its sequel is, just looking at this game alone, it's kind of a mess. And I, it's kind of like a prototype for a lot of what, souls games have become not just dark souls but like you can see maybe some inspiration for like bloodborne in here Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's just so much that's terrible or weird or just like why is this in this game like one of the bosses you fight a giant flying devil ray in the sky using some like a laser sword or something which when i describe it it sounds cool but i assure you it is really stupid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. is, and there's a boss fight that is a stealth crawl trying to avoid a giant dragon god looking at you which again sounds cool but i assure you it is one of the worst experiences i've ever had with a boss fight it is really really awful really that bad i hate that yeah it's i mean the storm king i can see the dragon god that's you know it's a it's i mean it's like once you know how to do it it's easy but it's just like the feedback the game gives you is bad yeah it's, yeah I, I don't i'm not like uh even referencing the the, the difficulty i just so 
Sometimes I like my, a, a gimmick boss, and I yeah, think the dragon boss is a better gimmick boss. It's, it would be it's fine. Well, listen, there have been better this, ones, but this game has several, and they're not good. <laughs> Uh, and the blo- and the other bosses, a lot of them are stupid. Like there's a blob you fight that uh, you can just from the platform you st- start on, just like drop down magic or drop like fire bombs on it, and then just dies. Yeah, who's this? And, the um the one in the swamp areas where he yes. came came. We call his name right now. Uh, yeah, I don't remember any of the bosses' names. Um, and then uh, trying to think of some of the other annoying ones. I remember when I tried to go back to it to reevaluate it. I ran into like there's the spider thing at the end of a long ass tunnel. Mm-hmm. I remember and that one. Kind of like that one, but yeah. I don't. But the reasoning is not because it was difficult. It was because when I got to it, I was like, I'm trying, I'm trying magic. And so I just flung arrows at it from magic arrows at it from across the fucking map. And that killed it. And I was like, winning that sucked. Uh, I, I kind of so, want to. Sorry, what's that? Uh, I just, I just want to say the one, the one section of this game that I think is like rock solid all the way through is that sequence of levels with like with the prison with the squid people, because then you go to this kind of like a continuation of that area where you can go down like to this weird swamp, and then eventually go and fight the man eaters. It's a cool fight, and then there's a fight that can be you against another player, which I thought was just... Now, that is a cool gimmick fight right there. What what happens if you're offline? Uh, it's just, it's like an NPC guy. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, that that's also what happens is if it can't, like, matchmake someone, I believe. I, yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, I always I, thought that that whole section of the game, I think, is great. Everything else I have problems with. Um, yeah. No. Okay, wait. So you said so, Wheels. You said you got turned off before Dark Souls came out, right? Like, or is this just you looking back? I did not finish it before Dark Souls came out. I just fell off it because I got annoyed by so many things in it. So wait, but so that was annoyed. Is did did your critiques like intensify after Dark Souls, and then like looking back, oh man, that you know that game just doesn't hold up anymore, or did you feel Uh, all no? I'd say they intensified when I played the remake because yeah. I still had some nostalgia for a lot of it, even though there were obviously a lot of things I didn't like originally yeah. and just re-evaluating it further. It just looked even worse. Hmm. Like uh, so I, never, I, yeah. I just felt like it was a case of like this, this was something new and cool that, you know, I forgave a lot at the time for because it was new and cool. And now that there's like a million games like this, it, <laughs> yeah. it just seems like the least the least of the bunch like to make myself sound like slightly less of a cartoon character uh but to, for, for my money uh i was uh, i was looking forward to this game before it came out uh almost imported it didn't picked it up day one played fair bit of it and like obviously i didn't finish it but i swore off it within like a couple weeks because it's just like this like I, I couldn't have the venom that i have for demon souls if i didn't think it was doing something interesting badly and like that's why i could ultimately find a yeah. way to enjoy like dark and its sequels but like it's such a it, it's all of these I, I couldn't point it as much at like obviously you know there's a lot of flaws in like boss fights and level design and all that but like the, those are it, 
it, it strikes me as like, and I think everyone on here would probably agree, it's like it's a flawed prototype for this thing, but like it's di- disagreements on this, how much the flaws dismantle the core experience, where like I argued even at the time that the game simply like the the game produced was at odds with the theoretical ideas that it was trying and emotions it was trying to inspire like the 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 eternal meme of the soul series is that like you can learn something from every death every death's your fault and it's like that's super wrong but also especially in demon souls that's wrong well back in the back in the day you know open world was the thing that everybody was striving for so you were kind of an open world you're kind of encouraged to explore in this game you are thoroughly punished for trying to explore it's not really a lot to explore if you try I, I know, but just as an example, like me seeing a shiny thing, shiny thing down a uh, down a ravine, and I go down there, and oh, what? there's a dragon that comes out. Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent the game laughing at you. Yeah, and it's like it's I, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily punishing you for exploring. I think you know you look at something maybe like uh, Irem, where you can just like, oh, that's that looks like a cool thing. I'm just gonna go there and explore that, and that's done. And here it's like. Oh, maybe there's a cool thing here, but I have to kill this dragon, and then it, you are encouraged to try and figure out how to do that. And I think that's kind of cool. A lot of nooks and crannies in the levels in this game, and going forward in the series, I think, uh, and I think that's a pretty cool aspect of it. It's not necessarily like just the wide open world exploring. It's it's, but I still think it's something pretty cool about these games. And you know, yeah, obviously you're going to get punished for. Uh, exploring by running into some nasty enemies but i think in a lot of cases that's just going to make you want to figure out what's there more yeah and and now that i know that that's a thing you know years later in Elden ring i know to be ready for that kind of stuff but in 2009 oh for sure (laughs) it it just kind of went against every instinct i had and it felt like came off like a dick move it it, uh, also didn't help that you know you'd be you'd be thinking that you're doing okay and then you would see one of those red-eyed monster or red-eyed knights that you're mm. not supposed to mess with oh yeah oh uh, yeah just just a lot of situations <laughs> like that yeah. well <laughs> there's also some weird things about this game like it's got a whole weird world tendency system that oh god yeah that oh, that's, make that's a, a bad level, system implemented yeah. badly you could make a level harder because of things you did without knowing that they were going to make a whole area harder like this you can make a level be... harder because you were bad at it that's actually nope out of the, the remake yes um and Kelly, um, I don't, you, you may not know this unless you've specifically like had this spoiled in a video, but um, the boss of the game de-levels you when you uh, if if you lose to him, or uh, I guess during the battle. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, level like, down is a mechanic that went away, and all the other ones. Thank God. Yeah, he actively <laughs> takes away. Um, I don't. I, I don't remember like if it's just one level per death or whatever. However, that works. But um, he and 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 after repeat. Um, repeatedly going back to face him again and again and again and failing every time you you grow continually lower level every time yeah that that would have pissed me off back in the day just a little bit um, like, like, the, the the other dick okay. move that i learned about the uh, other podcast was an npc that you rescued that'll start killing the other npcs in the hub. oh good old yurt yep yeah, that's that's par for the course for souls basically yeah all those all of them have one of these guys yurt is just the easiest to accidentally run into <laughs> So I, 
I think maybe what sets me apart from you guys based on like based on what what you're saying is I might be the only one that um like I played Demon Souls before I ever touched Dark Souls of any kind and I haven't gone back to Demon Souls since. Ah, uh, okay. Um cuz I all right, unpopular opinion, but I would say Demons is my favorite of the entire Soul series or um and by that, I'm people. definitely not, huh? Oh, I'm just saying, I've known people like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so glad I get lumped in with people like that now. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not saying, throwing... You're not alone. Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm absolutely not downplaying Dark Souls. I, like, I think today, in, uh, is it, like, are we allowed to spoil the next episode already? Well, I mean, I've made no bones about that uh, it's spooky month this month, so... Yeah, so out of, uh, com- compared to uh, Dark Souls 2 and 3 in the next episode, I think today is the day we're doing uh, FromSoft royalty. Like, Demons and Dark 1, to me, are highlights. Disagree. But... Disagree. Yeah. Smashing the disagree button. Unfortunately, yeah. I won't get to gush until what a year from now? Maybe two years? Um, you're Bloodborne. No, uh, Elden Ring. Oh, sorry. That, that's the only one I've played to completion. Though I, I do plan on playing Bloodborne for yeah. uh, that inevitable back. Oh, yeah, I love Blood, Bloodborne, Bloodborne too. That's why it's a masterpiece. That's why I specifically said I like these two out of the Soul series, right? Like I, I I'm definitely not putting them above Bloodborne. Like that to me is, um, yeah, that's. That's the, the highest one, but we're not talking about that today. And and just so you know, I, I've heard built from multiple people that once people play Bloodborne, the Soul series kind of clicks and they end up going back to the mm. other ones. It's very much well, going to depend it, upon the person. Yeah, it took me a long time for Bloodborne to click. Because I was trying, because I was time. trying to play it like a Dark Souls game, and then when I kind of played it, honestly, almost more like Monster Hunter, it really started to click. I guess, I guess to to map out like what I would say, like, like just just in response to like to to try to clarify what I what I'm thinking about demons. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But, no, it's cool. Uh, my my issue that I have with it is that it feels like it's a game that is trying to evoke many of the same emotions that the future games are trying to evoke, but it's it's doing it in a clumsy fashion outside of its atmosphere, which is admittedly quite good. But I mean, in terms of its like mechanical context, like the games are are renowned for their difficulty. Like that is like the thing that people know about them. But they're not supposed to turn you away. But there's a lot of things in demons like that level down mechanic, like the way that uh, a lot of the uh, secondary mechanics work, where the game is just punishing you for having failed, like in a number of different obvious and non-obvious ways. And in doing so, it's actually kind of betraying the sense that it's supposed to be building up because like you want to build up a game that's like the point of making the game hard is to make it feel like a major accomplishment when you succeed. But because of the way that it's built up, you like certainly for plenty of people, myself included, the answer is, okay, eventually I beat the challenge with the deck stacked against me and I just resent the dealer. (laughs) I can can see that. Yeah, I think a good example here is the sequence of levels that ends with the giant ray flying in the sky you fight with like a laser sword because a lot of that whole sequence of levels is all about your skill and learning like the enemies in those levels and you know how to fight enemies on like cliff sides and tough placements like that and then you get this boss that requires none of your skill using a random item you have to pick up just for that boss fight and it just feels 
incredibly unsatisfying like even if it's not that hard it's just like well you know you built up you built up all these challenging levels just to get to this that kind of is a nothing fight blows so, off the the payoff uh, yeah that that must be a tradition in souls games because there's a fight like that in Elden ring that was similarly bullshit that yeah but i mean with Elden ring what like with 200 some bosses there's gonna yeah. be a fight like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some fights like that. Though. Oh, I know which like... one you mean, Kelly. That's okay. I like that battle. Eh. Are we talking about a snake here? Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> Not for the squishy mage. <laughs> uh, Wheels is gonna cry when he has to play the when he finally plays Elden Ring. <laughs> so, so the thing I'm I'm curious about is, did, did any of you play this in 2009 and then play the remake in 2020? Yes. Nope. Yep. Okay. I did not feel the need to play the remake. <laughs> so after t- playing the 2020 version, you know, having practically a decade of Souls ex- experience, did it feel like a different game, or did it feel like it had the same jank? It felt felt like it had the same jank. Like it was prettier, not necessarily artistically, but on a technical level. And it ran fast, and it loaded fast, and then, you know, I go in and have to fight some nearly impossible enemies because I accidentally screwed up the world tendency. It's just like, wow, well, well, this is the same piece of garbage. Uh, I think Blue Point meant for that. I mean, the the jank was yeah. there purposely in, in the remake. And I think that's an incredible mistake, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, you think under- that they could have fixed a lot of things that were problems in the beginning, from the start? I, th- I think... And this just doesn't just go for this. I think making uh, unless you know, I don't know, unless you're like unless the original game just looked really terrible. I think doing a just complete graphical redo of a game is kind of boring, mm-hmm. especially a game like this that has like a decade of other Souls games that it could have drawn inspirations and improvements from, and instead you put out the exact same game from 2009 that's just prettier, and that's it's not good. Like the art was not the problem with Demon yeah. Souls. <laughs> like there's like uh, like I've said before, there's a lot of really cool things in Demon Souls, and I think if Blue Point or someone else had been given the opportunity to actually remake it and fix and redo some things in the game, I think it could have been one of the best Souls games ever, to be quite honest. But instead, to just put the same game out there, it, it honestly make it it puts a shinier coat on all the problems the original game has. And you know, I think you know people will probably want to dunk on the art style changes a lot, but you know, to me, the biggest problem is that's the only thing they changed. And you know, <laughs> you've got that camp. Of armor. Yeah. And, and you know, you've got that camp of people that if they, if they would have um, gave it a spit shine, they would have said, well, you just went against the point of the original game. You know, it, it, it's very much right. a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Uh, oh. I mean, like I said, that game looks fine. If just do an HD remaster, that I think would have been better. Because then it's a, n- a nicer, more accessible, like historical artifact that people could play. Instead, it's just this expensive waste of time. <laughs> God, that's a seventy dollars yeah. video game. Yeah, and I was ex- I was excited for it honestly, even though there was no indication that there'd be any changes. You know, I just thought, well, you know, maybe it's it will just be better this way, and it just it just wasn't. You know, looking at a prettier dragon god, that's just as annoying as 
It's very frustrating. Uh, Pretty a dragon I god that's still an artifact of when the game was a very different kind of game. Uh, but I mean, that said, I don't regret playing this game, and I don't think that anyone that's really into Souls games should necessarily not go back and play it. Um, but it's I don't think anyone should prioritize playing it over literally any other Souls game. Uh, I mean, if you have a PS three lying around gathering some dust you can pick up that version for like 15 dollars yeah but the servers are down so i don't even know how that affects the world they down i thought they were still up no um i thought so finally get taken down went down in 2018 probably because they were gearing up for the remake sounds about right um yeah isn't the ps4 version on whatever the 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 ps now or whatever yeah, I cannot. I cannot imagine a worse idea than playing. Yeah, that's not a good yeah it's, it's a stream. Yeah, it's a streaming version, Pascal. So, because it's impossible to emulate PS3 stuff, apparently. So, yeah, you're basically playing a worse version. Uh, the the good news is the PS5 version is on sale right now for thirty five dollars. Too expensive. Uh, <laughs> I I can't. I looked at like wow, seventy bucks, huh? We were just trying to go for that price yeah. point. Well, before you. Before you close the book on demons, because I, I, I've, I've kind of listened to your kind of arguments, and so um, I, I want to put a little bit of praise on it. So here's like here's what kind of like captivated me about it, and and um, it's it's still the game that I compare any like Souls like to um, that I play now. Not maybe not like a one to one comparison, but like it's the general experience I got from Demon Souls that kind of informs whether. Uh, or, or how I feel about like a, a different souls like uh, you know clone that's released now. So the the number one thing that I love about Demon Souls more than any other Souls game is just the level design. I would probably say like um, Boletaria Palace is in in Souls second to none. I can't I can't. I'll I'll spend some more time thinking about like if I can come up with any other like areas that. Um, stuck with me as much, but I, I really don't think there are. Uh, like playing through the the various stages of that, the um, the opening stage, and then the the run along the wall um, to fight the, uh, the tower knight and with the with the dragon. I mean, it's just like man, I've, I I was so impressed just by the uh, like the the exploration, like the feel of it. It just I don't know that really felt like an actual standing castle that you're poking around in. There was and nothing I, like it at the time. Really I, I'll admit, I love that opening area. I, I saw it enough times going around uh, level grinding, but that 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 bit where you let let loose a boulder and crush a whole bunch of enemies at the same time and just get a fuck ton of souls was one of the most satisfying yeah. things at the time. And 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 remember, like I I hadn't ever like there was no Dark Souls uh, of any kind at the time, so. Uh, when uh, Boletario one one when it loops loops back on itself right before you fight the boss, and you permanently open the boss door, <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is like that's I think that's when I was sold. I mean, that's when it got me. Um, and 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 also the level that you that you quit on, Kelly. Um, uh, now I lost the name again. T- Tower of Lantry. I'm I'm surprised that that one is the one that made you quit. I I put that like maybe as the the second most interesting area. That's a that's place a, is awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not 
denying that it wasn't an interesting area. Just the the lightning demons that could hit me from <laughs> hit me half yeah. a room away. Did you ever mess around? Did you get uh, far enough to where you? I I, I kind of want to say you go through like the the basement at some point and you emerge outside and there's a hmm, for lack of a, a better word like a giant statue shooting like uh, a, a hail of, of of arrows and bolts your way. Did you ever see that? I don't think I did. Um, it, it, that was 2009, and it feels like it, I mean, it literally is more than a decade ago. But it just it feels so far away now. Yeah, I mean, it just it just makes me smile like thinking about it. But 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 then again, there's also areas that, that like I detest, like the 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 swamp. Couldn't I can't, couldn't tell you the name of it? Not wheels, not the one you were talking about, because that area is pretty awesome. The one where you have like the walkways up above, and then eventually you go to the like the mire down below. That's no, that's that pretty area. great. I don't like that. Area. I thought you were calling it out as a as a great area. No, the one after the tower. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, that's no. I thought you were I'm talking about that like, the good. walkways above the swamp, like five one. I think it is. I don't remember the actual name. Uh, yeah, the actual yeah. swamp, swamp, the one that poisons you. That yeah, I no, detest. That one, that one sucks. <laughs> yeah, I I never in any, I never like a, a an area in any Souls game or otherwise where that yeah. poisons you. So yeah, fuck that. Yeah, swamp. no, the the swamp after the the tower place. He, you like go down there and there's these weird monsters down there it's pretty cool yeah it's so it's so i don't know what it's so like depressing and at the same time it's kind of like awesome (laughs) and and then they make it worse than dark souls they make it worse i i've heard terrible things about a similar area in dark about blight town are we talking about blight town we'll get to it we'll get to it no blight town is awesome we'll have blight town discussions oh i mean that that needs its own episode almost blight town is just you know that's that's a whole theme in and of itself um and then you know what? I'll concede the bosses. I really can't think of a a great boss from from Demon Souls either. Um, I don't have like the hate that you guys have. Um, in fact, I was kind of I was kind of uh, grateful for stuff like the Dragon God and the Storm King, because because it meant I could <laughs> I could actually uh, take out a boss without having to die eighty five <laughs> times due to being shit at combat. <laughs> I mean, I think the I think the uh, the PvP boss is pretty cool. We'll stump for that. There's there's nuggets of good ones in there. There's lots of there's lots of mediocre <laughs> to that. I, I I can't stand when when Souls likes uh, or or just when when Souls borns let let's keep it to FromSoft throw double bosses at you. That is one of my my biggest pet peeves a two on one boss fight. Yeah, I like the one in well we'll get to it, but I like the one in Dark Souls. Oh, we know which one. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I cheesed the man eaters <laughs> through the there was a way to kill them through the fog door. Um, I think that's how I ended up progressing past that because otherwise that would have been a whole different story yeah I, I hate double bosses but okay so apart from bosses i still want to praise the combat because um that's like that combined with the ex- exploration it wasn't so it wasn't the bosses themselves it was just the levels and fighting through them and god did i feel accomplished when i got to um the end of a level or at least like you know opened a shortcut back and that's i think that's probably like the number one thing i still even now like enjoy about um, Soulsborne games is that kind of that rush you get. Oh, thank God I don't have to go through all that again. Well, with Elden Ring. Well, I, I think, are, are we ready to go get take a quick break and go to Dark Souls, or do we have anything else? Wait, do we, are we going to make story a thing? Do we need to discuss um, no. plot at all? No. <laughs> eh. You die, and then 
you do things. There's a lot of lore about a King of Lant and all that shit. I always thought that most of the story in Souls games was kind of background stuff that... Pretty much. Background stuff and side stories, not really a whole overarching narrative. Yeah, I mean, for somebody who loves story, like story is one of the main things I like about any game, but in Souls games, I don't pay any attention to, I don't read item descriptions, I don't care about the lore, I feel like it's too obtuse for me, If I even if I did try, I couldn't tell you the first thing about any of the stories. Stories in Souls games were written by a guy who was routinely trying to read not fantasy novels in a language he did not understand and felt that was part of the appeal, and that explains a lot. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that does explain a lot. Well, let's take a very quick musical interlude while we uh, refill our drinks, and then we'll come back and talk about Dark Souls. Um, I I guess the true true start of the Souls series? I know it was the one that was stupid popular. The one that made it a series, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, We'll be right back. RPG backtrack where now we are getting into the the big daddy of the wait we're not playing Bioshock never mind <laughs> the the, mo, the I'd say the game that started it all um, Dark Souls released October fourth twenty eleven for PS three uh, three and three sixty and then later ported to PC and then remastered for the PlayStation four and Xbox One on May twenty fifth twenty eighteen and even got a Switch port with a cute little Solaire of Astoria amiibo that I have for no reason other than I just found it uh, so yeah th- this game's on everything and it's just a tad popular a little bit. Um, is, launched a whole genre. Ring, it was maybe the mo- highest selling. I can't remember. I, I know that. I, I feel like it's the one that's memed the most. That's I guess that's my true. gauge. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to play this one yet. I've I've had it on my list for a while. I just have not had had a chance to look at it. But you guys have been chopping at the bit to talk about it. So yes, turn you guys loose. Third of podcaster, so easily forgot. <laughs> Um, so I was chomping at the bit for this game, like, as soon as it was announced, and even went to a midnight release for it, uh, so, and it did not disappoint. We Uh, also had to convince me to play this, because I was very upset at Demon's Souls. (laughs) Yeah, that's, and that's fair, totally fair. Yeah, this game uh, is, um, kind of a masterpiece. So they basically turned the lessons they learned from Demon's Souls, and because of Demon's Souls' cult, cult success, they actually had the time to polish it and perfect what they was going for with Demon's Souls. Yes. But they had a much better idea of what they were making, because Demon's Souls, for, for good and ill, is, is very much a pretty uncharted territory in terms of how it functions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a nice way of saying they ditched the cryptic shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still plenty of cryptic bullshit. Oh, there's lots of it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it some like of it's a- never gone away. Some that has remained a pain in the ass. It feels like a much more cohesive game. 
Bearing in mind that there are still entire stat blocks that are essentially useless. Don't bother investing in endurance kits. That's what I've heard. But, uh... I was probably an all-endurance build. Then. Oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of yeah. it's resistance. It's the one that's just defense. I think uh, endurance might tie into your stamina meter. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, there's that like makes the, sense. Yeah, there's like one that's like it's just raising your defense stat, and the defense stat simply isn't very useful in Dark So ideally, you want to put points into things that raise multiple stats at once, not just the one. Yeah, because like your 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 defense is going to sort of go up with other stats anyway, and by the time that you would be you would have spare points to dump into just defense, it's just not useful anymore. I see. Oh, I, I do know um, that this one was the one that gave you the bonfire checkpoints, which was huge. Yes. Yeah, the, the bonfire, because, like, they had to, because you no longer had, like, the, the archstone uh, level. The whole world. System. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Right. This one also has, I think, like, the uh, the most well-regarded, like, tutorial level and the most well-regarded, um, well, I don't I don't know what to call Firelink Shrine. It's not a. It's kind of a hub, not really a hub. It's it's the hub. It, it has or at least early it has on. things it has multiple paths that branch off of it, but at the same time, like there's tons of things that never connect to it. Uh, but it, the yeah. closest thing, I guess, would be hub. <laughs> Most of the early home game base. connects to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're legendary. It's it's got it's taken a lot of lessons from what did and didn't work in demons, and I I, I want to take a sidebar to talk about how I think that uh, Estus flasks are a genuinely uh, brilliant choice uh, that like really refocuses how the player sees failure. Yeah, because like the core that the game wants you to bring into anything is. You'll always have your five Estus flasks to get you through to the next bonfire. And so no matter what else it takes from you, there's like a decent baseline of like, I've still got healing. I can still keep going. That the game will never take away from you. Also, there's no more leveling down. Because <laughs> makes... in Demon's Souls, it was herbs and it was just random drops, wasn't it? You, you could purchase them as well, but that meant that if you were fucking up repeatedly, you were going to eventually have to start grinding. Yeah, and... Mm -hmm. I think there were some more powerful healing items that, yeah, you had to get as drops you couldn't even purchase. But uh, this this game really takes the frustration out of dying. So it feels like you can do things like, oh, let me see if I can kill the monster and see if there's some treasure behind it. Because, you know, there's not necessarily as much of a penalty for dying as there was in Demon's Souls because you're not going to waste healing items. Yeah, and if you've but, already spent all your souls, you're not going to lose any of those. So right. it gives you a lot more freedom to experiment. Also by nixing the body and soul form, which we never even got into with Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah I never liked that either in Demon Souls. They they brought that idea back in a later game, but like they, they reframed how it's... Uh, like, in that game that we may discuss at some point uh that in that game it's framed as you you have more hp than your uh base form and it's like okay you just sort of brought back the same system but the way that it's framed is very different in such a way that the player doesn't feel like they're being deprived for having died <laughs> did, did dark souls have um kindled and i don't know non-kindled it, it did but you had hollow form yeah. and human form but it That's only affected what, okay. multiplayer yeah, like you couldn't summon anyone and you couldn't be invaded if you were in hollow form. 
Um, and then to your point of the Estes flask, I would argue that even increases the uh, an, like another layer to the risk versus reward because the Estes flask, uh, you know, was a finite, was much more finite than like the um, the what is it the, the moon grass or whatever. Oh yeah, the moon yeah. grass. You could you could like farm that and get yeah, you to could stockpile it. Had tons of it. But once and... you run out of Estes, it's either. Do I keep going with no healing left, uh, and possibly die, or or get a better, um, or, or keep pushing on to try to get more out of it? Mm-hmm. Do, do you ever get more than five, or is it locked at? You five? can get, yeah. Uh, well, you in like Firelink will always start you with ten, but you can you can kindle the bonfire, an individual bonfire, so that it will give yeah. you more. Okay. And that that requires humanity, which is a resource that is limited, but not like super limited. So you, yeah. but you also you can, have to be human, so you always need at least two. And also farm it off rats, which is a weird. Thing. <laughs> humanity is a weird thing in the game's lore and you just sort of have to live with that and sometimes i think if other players are like killing a boss in the same area it'll sometimes give you humanity it's weird i mean um bloodborne eventually did bring back the consumable healing items yeah and that's honestly like in that one it's weird it's like busy work because they're trying to uh, bring back the concept of finite things but they also don't want you to have as many of a finite thing as you did in demons so it's like you can have 20 you can you can stockpile in your cabinet 600 it's just like you're you're only going to notice this if you've been dying in the same place repeatedly but we'll get to that when whenever there's a bloodborne episode Hey, uh, maybe next spooky season. Spooktoberfest. Uh, so, so is the base story of Dark Souls basically that you're just trying to become human? No. No. <laughs> no. You, uh, the, there is an age of fire that is dwindling, and... There is a story of a chosen undead who will rekindle the world and rekindle the Age of Fire to avoid us falling into the Age of Darkness. And then uh, see. we'll see what happens. And it's about as gripping as, as David's narration make, makes it sound. And it doesn't even, it also implies that, well, maybe the Age of Fire isn't what we actually want. <laughs> yeah, like the, the interesting bits are all in like the lore and the theoretical debate about like, do you want any, a new Age of Fire or is that like just a prolonged of an age of things past and stopping there from being an age of humanity that sort of question but like in terms of the actual like how it's one of those things like i personally i look up what the hell like all the lore is afterwards because piecing it together is a pain in the ass that i and like trying to figure out a jigsaw uh, puzzle that doesn't actually have corners so for eh. for series that's like as gripping with its like uh with its world exploration as the souls games i'm shocked at how um, how uninteresting the stories are to me yeah i mean it has, uh, the series has great lore it, but and, they're so kinda, unrelatable i can't yeah, relate the what, world is, tells what is a an story. age of fire like oh, okay whatever i don't know i'm out <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that the world tells a story, and that's all that really matters. If you want to dig into lore, you'll find all this shit about Gwyn, the Lord of Fire, and like all that shit. But it's it's really like your individual tolerance for like uh, mythology and high fantasy is going to determine how much you care about yeah. that lore. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, in, in games like this, that's the kind of story I love is you know the deep dive into the wiki page, not necessarily the story that the game itself 
overtly tells. Yeah, the the overt story is that skeleton's being a huge asshole to you, Ghost Sabbath. <laughs> Better light it on fire. Oh yeah, Pyromancy's really strong in Dark Souls 1 because it doesn't actually sure key is. off of any stats. Nope. And funny you should mention skeletons specifically. Firelink Shrine Graveyard, anybody? Yep. I, I had the I got lucky and did not even try to go that direction. I didn't even notice it as a path, so I did not uh, get stabbed to death by a skeleton 15 times. Yeah, back in the day, that's where I heard a lot of people were getting stuck because it's right at the beginning of the game and there's nothing telling you that these skeletons are going to, you know, push your shit in and you're not supposed to go that way you can actually go that way like that is not a high high level area it's just a way more pain yeah and once you get to the end of it you fight a guy that by the time most people actually reach him is he's got a he's got a boss life bar he's probably not going to take you more than three hits by the time you actually reach him pinwheel pinwheel Yeah. yeah what a weird boss to put into that specific route and like his his reward is okay if you already have access to a lot of ambient humanity, but otherwise you don't have anything to do there yet, yet until you've gotten to more than halfway through the game. Which, if you've reached that point, you have a weapon that can stop those skeletons from getting back up. Yeah, I mean, Pinwheel has is, has become kind of the the, the laughing stock, the joke of Dark Souls and maybe Souls as a whole. I think the glass Joe. If somehow more pathetic than that, worse than that, yeah. His effort. <laughs> you fight him early on; he's probably decently difficult. But so, like, so, so does Pinwheel imagine... actually look like a Pinwheel? No. Okay. I, I like... was just curious if it was a clever name. No. If you get to him, like uh, uh, Wheels, I would I would say that if you can get to him. Uh, at the at any point where like getting to him would be difficult, then he will not be as difficult as getting to him. That's true. <laughs> hmm. no, so he kind of fits. He's a he might be a leftover demon souls boss then. Maybe <laughs> he, it wouldn't surprise me if he was leftover from like because there are bosses in this game that are leftover from like slightly different conceptions of it. Uh, the bed of chaos is infamously like admitted in interviews. Like, yeah, that was kind of a boss design that was left over from when we had certain other ideas about how the game would function. Mm. I've uh, I've heard a lot about the bosses in this game and how unique they are. It's a lot of good. Uh, the tower gargoyles, or that may be the wrong name. I forget oh, exactly. Gar- gargoyles. Bell gargoyles. I love the bell gargoyles. Oh, they're very cruel. <laughs> they are cruel, but I think it's a really, really cool fight. It's one of those things where, like, it's another one of those situations where it's like, oh, the game is laughing at you. Yeah. Halfway through that fight. Yeah. Like, and then it's so cool the first time, though. Like, you're having this tough battle oh, it's, with a gargoyle cool. on a roof, and then all of a sudden another one just drops out of nowhere. Yeah, it's right. super cool, but it is also absolutely like, you I'm, know, the game is oh, laughing sure. at you. Yeah. I, I'm sure that is an oh shit moment. Yeah. Oh, well, 100%. I was very pissed off when I got to that. There is an NPC you can summon right by there that makes that boss 100 times easier, though. That's true of a lot of the dual bosses. Just like yeah. having someone else for the AI to like get upset at is useful. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, that, that's, that's, for... that's one nice thing about these games. Like even whenever you know we're in a, a time when those servers are super dead, that most of the bosses that are really much easier with summoned help, they put in NPC summons. Yeah. Nice touch. And the uh, the particular joke of the the bell gargoyles, they they re. They revisited it in the in the next Souls game. Yeah, interesting effects. Goddamn things! Not a good part of the next game. 
So it uh, sounds like the bosses in this one are much more memorable. Yes, they, they have a. This is kind of the game where they work out like the archetype of what a Souls boss is, and that that can be for good now because like eventually they you you get to like two and three, and there's some bosses where it's like you just sort of did this because this is just a Souls boss. But in this one, I would still say that there. I wouldn't say that there are any that are just completely forgettable. Yeah. Uh, any gimmick fights the like bed, you were just... the bed of chaos. Bed of chaos. Yeah, so it, it's a boss that you don't really fight. All you're doing is you have to break like these two trees, and like parts of the level are falling apart as you're doing that. So you have to do some careful maneuvering and eventually an annoying jump over a pit, which is you know this isn't really a game with jumping, so this can be annoying. To, for for those who have never played it, it should be contextualized. You, there isn't a jump button in this game. You yes. have to double tap <laughs> the run button while you're yeah. already running. So it's a, but, it's a platforming boss in a game that doesn't have a jump yeah. button. What the nice jump? so the nice thing about this boss is they seem to understand they'd made a really stupid boss. And uh, so there's two things you have to break on the right and left, and those are persistent even if you die. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you just break the things on the right and the left, then all you have to worry about is making that jump, and then you basically run inside an evil tree and destroy its heart. <laughs> I mean, it is like it is a one-hit boss, isn't it? Uh, like you, I think it might be a few, but it, it's okay. about. It's, you, you don't have yeah. to. You you are probably not going to have to make this jump twice. It's just going to suck ass when you do try to make it. Oh yeah, it's terrible. there is there is a thing where it makes it has like some kind of explodey attack while you're in there, so you do have to be mild careful but i mean as long as you get in there you're probably probably completed it as much as now this this time yeah i that's a gimmick boss even i didn't like but i i still occasionally appreciate a boss that doesn't kick my ass with you know a, a big ass sword yeah oh yeah yeah Sometimes i do, I do think tough. they get a little in the later games too reliant on here's just a big ass dude with a sword well that's <laughs> that's in the next one no, they have a big ass wolf with a sword. Oh, well, I think, oh, yeah. I think, I think my favorite boss in this game, even though it's really hard, is called the Four Kings, even though there can technically be more than mm. four of them. <laughs> There's more than like, four? I don't remember that. If you take too long, there can be more than four. Really? That fight is super time dependent. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember that, but I don't think I ever saw more than four. Yeah, if you take too long, there will be more than four because they will just keep spawning. Hmm. I I mean I I said it already and I'll say it again I hate double bosses and never never mind triple and quadruple bosses. Well, if you play that, that boss right, it is always one on one. Well, that's true. If you yeah, it's a damage one. race in many ways. Yeah. It's I would uh, call it a DPS check. I'm a big I'm a big fan of speaking of double bosses, Arnstein and Smog. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm-mm. I do appreciate that. Uh, they communicate in the lore that, like, oh, Smoke's a huge piece of shit. <laughs> and that's communicated in how they fight. <laughs> and what happens if uh, one of them is low on health uh, earlier than the other. But uh, what are the other ones that, like, stick out that's really good? Uh, the Wait, are we done with Ornstein already? Uh, oh, I, I was just going down some... If that you want to my... talk Ornstein, we can talk Ornstein. I guess I guess all I want to add to that is that is my number one most hated boss in all of the Souls games. <laughs> the it's, thing I like it can be tough, yeah. The thing I like about Ornstein and Smoke is that like a lot of the other ones that have dual bosses, like they're they're bosses with fundamentally similar capabilities. Yeah. 
It's just and like Ornstein's, two of a thing, usually. Yeah, or sometimes three of a thing. Fuck you, Dark Souls 2. We'll get to that. Uh, but uh, One thing that is kind of cool, like looking back, is that Ornstein and, and Smo in particular is so recognizable by name that yep. once you've beaten it, or at least is how I feel, I feel like I have an act like... A little badge for that you know like I, I i'm proud of that and everybody knows who they are well, yeah especially if yeah. you beat it without summoned help that's oh no 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 i absolutely see. <laughs> thank you to the the player that basically beat them for me but yeah no no one should ever feel bad about summoning help it's, nope. it's just better that it's way it's a game it's but, part of the game but what i was you, gonna say you're not lesser for doing it yeah i i like ornstein and smoke because they feel like two uh, they're, because they're two enemies that they do fight in tandem and they're good at fighting in tandem, but it is very possible to exploit the fact that they don't actually have the same moveset and can 100% get separated, drawn away from each other, and fucked up when they're alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Elden Ring copied a lot of pages from that book. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> It's good. I need to get back to that. I just like I started playing it. It's like, yep, this is another Souls game. I'll get around to this eventually. Well, I was there playing was, um, it on PS5, and now I have it on Steam Deck, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start over and play it there. I there was a quasi, there was a quasi gimmick boss that we left off of um, Demon Souls just to give him a quick uh-huh. mention. Um, uh, I forget his name again. A st- is it the Storm Giant? I'm. Oh yeah, there it's, is a storm giant. I think it's the other one you kill with. I think that same sword, or also like a special sword that you find, or at least you can kill him with the sword. They would end up doing that again in three. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> is the um and then the old hero? I think that's Demon Souls as well, though. Oh the the old hero, yeah. That I forgot to mention that in Demon Souls. That's yeah the blind hero. It's a good fight. <laughs> ah, we found one that you like in Demon Souls. Yes, huh? I like that one. That's like that in the old monk. There's some there's some really good cool ones. One. That's what makes yeah, the bad ones stand out more. <laughs> Yeah, at least like uh, it's a it's a memorable foe. Like the design, the idea behind it, it kind of yeah. stands out from a lot of the other ones. But anyway, I, I just remembered that we left one off. Back to yeah. dark. Yeah, there's a lot more cool bosses in here, to... like the the iron giant thing you fight before you get to in Orlando. Yeah, that you, the iron that you can actually bit. you can knock the iron off the map cliff and die. Yes. Uh, oh, the, uh... oh god! No, the you, you brought up. Patches at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I guess patches. that's a recurring from software character. Yeah, he debuted in like I think he debuted in like Armored Core Four. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he has a doesn't he have a different name at some point? What happened? Has something happened in the switch from Demons to Dark that they? The, the, it's oh. always Patches, but like he has like a different appellation on him. Trusty Patches, Unbreakable Patches. Okay. Patches the spider. Yeah, Patches the spider. Like he, he's always got like a slightly different, but he's always the same voice actor, which is what connects him <laughs> in the Armored Core game. Uh, I, I need to double check which uh, Armored Core he's in. Does, doesn't he also show up in Metal Wolf Chaos? I don't think so. That maybe I got it confused with something. Okay, yeah. In in Armored Core, for answer, there is Patch the Good Luck, who <laughs> is another guy who has the same sort of voice, and I believe attempts to lure you into a trap when you fight him. Nice. Uh, Hide and Pataka Miyazaki worked on the Armored Core four games, so uh, take from that what you will. <laughs> oh, and I also heard that the uh, asshole NPC of this game will um, put out the central bonfire. Oh, La Trek. Uh, I don't think he... He'll kill the, the yeah, fire he the keeper. keeper. But unlike uh, your, you can get back 
the character he killed. Okay. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it a little cryptic or a lot cryptic to get her back? I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, I... It, basically, you have to like if you check around where she died, you'll find like an item, and it makes it clear that it needs to be used somewhere. But I and I think it like glows in the corner of the screen, but kind of faint, faintly where you're supposed to use it. It's somewhere in, in Orlando, so it's clear by soul standards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's clear to Miyazaki, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Mister, I um, had to skip reading this page because the English was too complex. Actual quote? Not not an actual quote, but a, a like summation of one of the things he mentioned about reading fantasy novels in a language he did not understand as a child. Um, there's another boss uh, that is, uh, up, to the, up to that point in time, was kind of unique, even though now it's pretty pretty trite and been copied over and over. Uh, Quaylag, the, the... Oh, yeah, the, Quaylag. The fighter Chaos very, Witch. Yeah, that's a very fun fight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's been, been copied by FromSoft ad nauseum by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as we're talking about uh, Quaylag, maybe it, it's time to bring up Old Blight Town. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard many a thing about Blight Town. The irony um, is, if you know how to do it, you can basically skip Blight Town. <laughs> I mean, I'd say I, I love to hate Blight Town. It's great, and it pisses me off to no end. Also, all the modern versions, it doesn't chug to shit like it did on P- PS3 and 360. <laughs> oh, God, yes. It didn't run well. It did not run well at all. <laughs> no. Was that the, the only problem? Was the, was that the only problem? Was the performance, or was there so much more? Oh no, there's that. a oh, lot. No. Of, it's it's cruel. It has so. I think my I mean, anywhere now, you fall, you die instantly. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, right near the bottom of Blight Town, there is a uh, so so demons demons and dark souls. I think demons has this. I assume it does. Uh, it has there's poison, which is irritating but not a problem. And then this place. In perhaps the only place in the game, there's venom. And if you've been hit with venom, if you do not cure it instantly, like it drains your health so fast. It does, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Blighttown combines all the like all the various like bullshit elements of other stages together. It's uh, if I remember right, like it's very dark, like has limited visibility. It's uh, it's built on rickety platforms that are basically suspended in the air like attached to it's, it's just a giant scaffold structure which is like it's really super, cool looking super cool it's amazing but if you drop you're dead and if and if you finally make it to the bottom then there's a goddamn swamp a swamp that you cannot move full speed through and it was oh. even worse on those original versions because you were not only moving at not moving at full speed but the game was chugging so you were just feeling agony for yeah. as long as you were there yeah and your reward for making it through all of this is a is a fire spewing spider lady i mean it's it's like the it's the stuff of nightmares from beginning to end that's an incredible fight though that's a super fun boss fight once you know i it. think that's one of the best in the game yeah, it's like a, like I'm saying, so original. Uh, 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 even within that game, there's nothing else even similar. Mm-hmm. It's a really strong fight, and the, the the sword you can make from her soul is one of the only boss weapons worth using. Uh, you're talking about the original version versus the remaster. Were, were the remasters just basically a spit shine for to be on modern consoles, or did they? They made some that? significant like lighting changes that changed the game a lot, except for the Switch version, which looks exactly like the PS3 360 versions. Only it runs. Well. Yeah, it runs a lot more consistently. Yeah, than those yeah, that's 
to me, that's the ideal remaster to play is the Switch version because uh. the others run at 60 FPS and it just feels different. I can't really put my finger on it. It doesn't. Dark feel Souls right. should not feel that fast. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. See, but. I wasn't sure if, like many ports, the Switch was going to be the inferior version. But like, there are definitely like people who would prefer the the PS4 and Xbox version. But if you if you look at some screenshots and you're like, I don't necessarily like how this looks, the Switch version is good for you. Now, I- I had heard some horror stories about the PC version when it came out. It had some issues. It was also one of the last games for Windows games. Ah. Uh, that's that's long since been patched out, and I don't think that version's even available anymore. Like, I think they just replaced it with the remaster when that came out. Yeah. See, I, I honestly thought at the beginning that it was, like, fans that modded it and fixed it. Yeah. There, there, there were definitely fan mods. Like, there were people that ma- essentially made their name in fan modding on, like, trying to fix parts of Dark Souls Prepare to Die. Ah, I see. But this uh, that did package in with it the first time that they added the very nice DLC. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask what kind of DLC was available. I know that I know that one of them includes the Antorius boss fight, which is the yeah Ar- Artorius of the Abyss. Ar- Artorius of the Abyss was like the uh, name of the DLC when they released it separately, and every modern version just has that packed in. Yeah, and okay. that was the only DLC. Getting to it is super cryptic. Uh, I. I like trying <laughs> trying to find it on your own is ridiculous it's just not <laughs> there's no reason for it to ever happen yeah uh, but it's it's really good if you do like it's a nice it's it's a nice new area it has a few new boss fights mm-hmm. that are all actually excellent the the final boss in that is so so hard Almanus oh, father of the abyss yeah, is i could just... not beat him on new game plus for the life of me, even with like two summoned helpers. It, it <laughs> took me forever to beat him without summoning anything. But the thing is that the game is throwing you a bone there because it drops humanity like fucking candy in that area. So you have yeah. more health than you ever had before. And it doesn't even fucking help. <laughs> um, I'm also going to uh, nominate Ceaseless Discharge as like best name for a boss. <laughs> Grossest <laughs> fucking name of yeah. Uh, I do want to... Another boss you can knock off a cliff. Yeah. Oh, can you? Okay, I never did that. Is Ceaseless Discharge a little oozy? Yes, (laughs) like a lot of oozy. But yeah, that boss, if there's a way you can do it where you, you, like, go up to him and then, like, run all the way back to the entrance and he will like try and chase you and like leap and jump and hang off a ledge and then you just hack away at his hand and he falls and dies. It's pretty cool. Which is yeah, oh, so really hey, intentional and pretty cute. I was gonna say, there's an animation for this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I do want to call out uh, also seat the scaleless uh, for just being like like it's a cool fight that has like some unique shit that goes on around it, and also for being one of the game's vanishingly rare callbacks to Kingsfield. <laughs> oh, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah, seat is the name of a dragon from Kingsfield. Okay. But they didn't I go overboard with dragons yet, dragon. right? Is it is it Dark Souls three where they where they just went a little crazy with dragons? Dark Souls three has a lot of dragon shit in it. I guess okay. to contrast Dark Souls two, which has a lot of giants in it. Yep. Neither one of which uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of like you doing either one of those things. But yeah, they go a little overboard in both. I would say. Yeah, like well, Seath was a a recurrent figure in uh, Kingsfield, and I I think he's a dragon, and I think that's part of like the the quote unquote joke about Seath the scale. Unless you sure don't look, much look like one. 
did we mention um, everybody's favorite good boy, Sif, yet? Oh, Sif. I brought it up a little bit. I, oh, yes. Big store, or Big Sword. Uh, I, I, when I asked a friend of mine if I was going to, if I would enjoy Dark Souls, he was like, well, yeah, but no, you can't play it. There's a big old wolf that dies. Because, you know, so I get upset about animals dying in media. I was like, well, yeah. I don't want the wolf to die, but if I can't help it, I can't help it. Oh, well, I mean, it's not its not so much you can't help it. I mean, you're the instrument of his destruction, and they they really kind of play on your 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 heartstrings a little bit. He starts um, limping uh, when like his health bar goes down. Yeah, he, like, he's clearly injured and, like, very... Um, helpless i guess at that point or almost helpless and that's when you really go to town and finish him off i mean it's pretty it's cruel cruel it's, it's even worse if you animation. played the dlc yeah, that's yeah, gonna, yeah no i was just going to mention about the dlc go ahead yeah if you if you play the dlc beforehand you can like the dlc involves you going through time and you can go back in time to a younger thief and have thief help you during a boss fight and the game <laughs> will remember that because if you play if you do that and then do the thief fight thief's uh, intro cutscene changes from thief like charging you down like ready to kill you to like it realizing who you are and then realizing that it still has to fight you oh god <laughs> and and i mean he's only protecting his master yeah like yeah, thief, uh, is, thief is a blameless creature it really makes nothing has ever made you feel like shit in a souls game like that <laughs> But that's pretty cool. I mean, that's it's, it's good yeah, that the game can make you touch. feel that. It's a great yeah. touch. It's Sorry, all was... without any dialogue whatsoever. Sorry, making you feel like shit in a Souls game. I'm just thinking about how I couldn't bring myself to kill that giant EXP pinata dragon in Elden Ring because I felt bad for it. <laughs> you have to tell me off off air who you're talking about I <laughs> yeah sorry um and and did, you said that you get npc characters to summon in this game too yes uh, well the the most the most well-known one let's yeah, praise the sun guys yeah uh, of astara um he became a meme yes and, yep. and a he meme can meme. also die in this game if you're not careful he probably will unless you know yes. what to do <laughs> only he could be so grossly incandescent um, isn't there also the Onion Knight? Yeah, I was just about cool. to yeah. say the Onion Knight, and uh, yeah, is that which which Siegmeier in this one or yeah, his name? It's, it's like they're, they're always seek something. Solaire is the only one with a memorable name. Okay, yeah, so it's Siegmeier in Dark Souls One, and I remember it's Siegvard in Dark Souls Three. Yeah, like they they would kind of keep bringing back this idea of like they're, they're like the games are so oppressive that they need like at least one NPC who is not like a chuckling asshole to <laughs> help pull you along. And Elden Ring, it's the jars. Yep, the jars no, are friendly. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to keep bringing up Elden Ring. It's just fresh in my mind. I mean, I went to um, I went to Jarburg and killed everything there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I never made I, it to Jarburg. I killed one thing as assuming it was an enemy before I realized, <laughs> oh, no. and then of course they're all aggro, so I didn't have much of a choice anymore. <laughs> you monster! Right? Yeah, I I did the feel worst bad. Through Undertale, I've ever heard. <sighs> So, so yeah, it sounds like you guys had a much better time with Dark Souls oh, than yeah. with Demon Souls. Well, maybe not well, Pascal. He still seems to love demons more, but I did. <laughs> but and but I'll repeat that that is in no way a knock against Dark Souls. I I, I, I you know what? I also never replayed any of them. You guys were talking about New Game Plus. I once I roll credits, that's enough for me. I played a metric 
think we all got to like new game plus new three game plus or something like four <laughs> at least and that was that was on ps3 well the nice thing is once you know what you're doing like the those game goes runs, from being a 50 hour game to a 10 hour game <laughs> yes those runs are a lot quicker uh but it also becomes much more of a math game because you're trying to figure because you die a lot easier so as you go as you go from one new game plus to the next so it's a lot about how do i maximize damage as much as possible yeah so, the math game is uninteresting to me which is why i always just start a fresh character <laughs> so it was a lot about okay what what weapon you know will give me the most bonus for my stats you know if i find this one with time to get the ball side strength sword. yeah how do you guys uh, prefer to play like what's or wait am i taking away a question for later if i ask about build you you might be. Um, we could just get into those, couldn't we? Uh, well, <laughs> I, mean, the, I wanted to mention one more boss before we get into that, and that yeah. is the final boss, Gwyn, mm-hmm. who I think is just an incredible boss fight. Like, just this in- extremely intense close combat battle uh, that I think my hands have hurt at the end of it, just <laughs> because he's just relentless. So it, it really tests all the skills you've learned throughout the game like using using your shield effectively using your heel dodging pairing ev- everything it's just such a really cool and exciting it's kind fight. of a it's kind of a no gimmick sort of fight he's just a yeah. big dude <laughs> he's not even that big but <laughs> he's got a big sword that's enough yeah but yeah he's incredibly intimidating and i think they did a wonderful job with that final fight and just to cap off the game. Probably, probably yeah. among the, the best things that Sakuraba did for the soundtrack as well. And artistically, the, the final little area is pretty cool. It's like all ash. I love oh. this game. <laughs> it sounds like we're ready to get to the round table. Um, as, as far as availability, it's on everything. I'd imagine that at this point it could replace the Skyrim name for being on toasters. <laughs> Still not an Alexa version yet, though. No, not yet. Um, just seen the remastered, was, the remastered was, version on Steam for forty bucks. It was ever I mean, a Stadia version, RIP. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's required gaming at this point. Yeah. Hey, I I wish it's worth trying it. at least once, no matter what. I I'll probably pick it up on sale now that I have my Steam Deck that I can play, so that I can play on my couch like I like. I want to um, check on that because I think it's marked as. It's marked as playable. Is it marked as playable? Uh, okay, I thought it's entering says some text. Entering some text requires you manually invoking the on-screen key. No, that's the that's, only. That's that's nothing. Yeah, there's so like I'm... three times that it ever happens. <laughs> so it says online play is currently not available for this product. So I take it they shut down the servers. There were um, like weird issues that happened. So here. that is a security issue. Okay. Like they, I and I think that. Two and three are still down on PC. They've now been down for like six months. Yeah, it's there's some, like a really bad exploit. It's, yeah, it's an incredibly bad exploit. Um, also, just wanted to mention like some of the um, areas in the game that I think we well we pointed some out. We um, Sense Fortress we haven't mentioned. That's that's oh, an that's incredibly good. beautiful, cruel area. Yes, evil, evil, really cool designs. I mean, like, you dungeon. You, it's yeah, you go through so many castles, but this is like a lair, and yeah, what stands out to me. And this, oh, this is a hundred percent a villain with booby traps lair. Yes, full of traps. That's pretty cool. It's uh, also I, I, I appreciate the lead up to the first time you run into a mimic. <laughs> oh, god. oh god, I've heard 
so many things about mimics. The, like the first time that you run into one, like there are actually a lot of context cues that say there's something very wrong with this treasure chest, <laughs> but you might not realize what they are until after it's already taken a bite out of you. I, I've <laughs> seen pictures, something about where the chain was is the tell. Oh, I'm not talking like when when you know that mimics are there, you can tell like there are multiple ways to tell. If you zoom in on them, you'll actually see that the, the mimics are breathing, which is really yeah, oh. off-putting. The coolest touch the game does is you can see them breathing. It's so, it's so upsetting looking. Yes. The, the, the very first one you run into, there's like telltale signs of people have been injured here and I'm not sure what's causing it. Uh, bloodstains? Bloodstains from the community or just like design? No, not community bloodstains. Like there are like ambient within the game, like <laughs> signs of something is very off about this treasure chest. Uh-huh. And it's like, you might not realize what those signs are pointing to until it's taken a bite out of you. But there are actually like things that you could, if you knew Mimics existed, you might notice where the first one is. <laughs> Sins Fortress always um, like puts me back to the 80s. It to me, it's like one of it's like a like a He-Man um, like playset. It's like the lair of the snake people, and I feel yeah. like an '80s like kid that. would have had would have had like a little playset of it. Like a, it, I mean, even the name of it, it's its own fortress. Yeah, it's got kind of a it's got kind of like a, an evil old school DM vibe, some Castle Greyhawk shit going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I really love Anora Londo. Oh man, like how you um, get. You get carried there by gargoyles. Fuck those archers, though. Fuck yes. those things. Yes, screw those archers. But yes, it's just like this weird abandoned city. And I know, but it's such a tease. You don't get to explore as much of it as I'd love to. Yeah, that makes it mysterious, fair. though, which is nice. Yeah, do it does look uh, striking. Yeah, it does. Speaking of uh, places near in Orlando, the Painted World. Yeah, isn't? I'm world. sorry, isn't that Dark Souls Two? No, the Painted World is in Dark Souls One. Okay, my bad. But I, I'm pretty sure you, you do go back to Anna Orlando and Dark Souls 2 or 3. That might be 3. Anna yeah. Orlando and 3. Yeah. But, uh, the Painted World uh, is also notable for being built out of what was initially the pitch prototype of Dark Souls. So that's a fascinating bit of uh, tidbit for them repurposing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, that's another cool boss fight too, where it's like an enemy. And that you goes feel in... really bad if you actually take part in it. Mm-hmm. But it's like I forget what the boss is, but it goes invisible, and you have to like look for footprints appearing in the snow. It's pretty. Yeah, cool. she's some some kind of a uh, human animal hybrid, I think. Yeah, I forget what her name is, but like she literally just says like like she has a conversation with you. Like you don't have to fight her. She's like you can just leave. I'm trapped here forever, but you can just leave. Don't worry about it. Uh, but you know you have to like choose um, the cruel impulse of killing her crossbreed Pris- priscilla yeah priscilla and yeah, there's some kind of like tragic story behind her then too yeah there's there's lore about i think she's you know humans and probably dragons just because it's dark soul um she and then a good loot i think that's the only reason to kill her well you're a monster if you think that's worthwhile <laughs> speaking of good loot once um my favorite like um in-game meme is is in this game um let's see what would, what would be one of the most common uh notes that you'd find on the ground um great chest ahead and oh, magnificent chest ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know i it's it's um it's immature but i get i always get a kick out of it still i and mean never, the, we were not the, yet at the okay oh, the first couple of times i kind of chuckle uh, yeah. Day, you know, touch finger butthole and then the rest of the time it's like come on guys 
No, I, that that always gets me. Just <laughs> um, those people are maidenless, you know. <laughs> and uh, and that, the character I was talking about, okay, I I I honestly don't remember her name. The magnificent chest. Um, there's a callback in Elden Ring to her. Oh, interesting. Or at least that's the way I perceived, and I can't recall her name, unfortunately. Guinevere, like Gwendolyn is the other one. Gwendolyn, they're all Gwen something or other. Spoilers. That person is fake. Yeah, it's Guinevere. It's the is the one that always gets the magnificent chest to head. Should mm. so, that's... so you guys didn't like the moonlight butterfly, or eh, that's, it was a fight. Didn't, didn't make anybody's list, huh? I killed it. It was a fun fight, but it's, <laughs> artistically, it's cool. <laughs> Very easy so, if you're a magic user. I would say just easy in general. Have a bow, yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, um, eventually you start having to just fight moonlight butterflies. They're just around. Did anyone else kill the fake Gwendolyn or Guinevere or whatever the hell her name Guinevere. was? Is that the one you chased down the corridor in Orlando? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I beat I've that never boss. Bothered. Yeah, that's never the boss fight. You. I mean, what are what are the options? You 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 you, you beat him. Or, uh, or her, or what she disappears, I don't recall. So you, if you, if you attack stab her. It, yeah, you find out that she's illusory. Yeah. And uh, I don't, she's I don't like remember an illusion, then. Uh, being put forth by uh, Gwendolyn. Yeah, but what's it's, what's the alternative? I mean, nothing, you just, have to run leave. down the hallway. Oh, just walk away? Okay. Yeah. You don't have to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> There's not even oh. a good reason to attack her. It's just that, like, you find, you realize something about her if you attack her. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what clues it gives you that that's the case either. But yeah, if you do that, it also, like, changes an Orlando. Permanently. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. You sh- I recommend people do it at least once to check it out. Well, I, I think we're ready for a bathroom break and, um, Ready to go to the round table unless anyone has anything else. Uh, sounds like it's mandatory gaming to me. I play this game, please. Yeah. We're next... trying at least once, even if you don't end up liking it. Yeah. The next major Steam sale, I'm sure it'll go on sale for like, what, 10 bucks, give or take. And I would say play Demons and see if the first area gets you. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll shut up about it now. It's, no, but the problem with that one is there's just not a good, there's not a good way for people to play it that I would recommend. Like no one's going to want to play it on PS3 and I would not tell anyone to buy it for like $35 on PS5 even. Maybe you ever goes down if you ever see it for cheap, there you go. Yeah. Maybe you might get lucky and find it for cheap. Yeah. 20 bucks feels like the magic number. It was the great, greatest hits on PS3 for years, but yeah. Okay, well, um, let's let's quick our, take our quick musical interlude, and then we'll be back with the roundtable, uh, getting into our own personal feelings about the game, as if we didn't have enough personal feelings during the main event. But nonetheless, stick around. RPG backtrack. Now we get into the meat of the show. Our, our personal feelings about Dark Souls and or Demon Souls. Um, I'm just throwing these questions out here, and you can answer for either Dark Souls or Demon Souls. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the first two were kind of out there. Um, so you, you're about ready to say this before you kind of cut off for the roundtable. Um, your go-to builds for either game, what you prefer, 
melee, magic, whatever. It's gonna go for it. How do we wanna we should set this order here? Who goes first? I think it's one of you trying to watch you <laughs> well, why don't you go wheel since you spoke up first. Uh I like magic users. Uh quite you. <laughs> It's no problem in Demon Souls because the MP system in that game sucks. Uh, Wilson's a fan of fancy and casting. I really like. Yeah, it. that's sorry. That's what I tried to do when I played Demon Souls, and I just run out of mana almost instantly, yeah, and then you're just a target. It's tough, but I really like the way they did it in Dark Souls because you pick spells and you have a set number of uses, and that's the uses you have until you rest again, which is. And an action RPG is great because you know ex- you don't have to look at a bar and say, "Well, how you're much always is making it informed." Use yes, you know exactly how many num- how many uses you have, and um, you can plan a lot better with that, and just go through areas a lot better with that. So it's like D and D spell charges in a way. It's straight up casting. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I see. And you can mem- you can pick like the same spell multiple times to get stack up uses for it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, magic is really good in Dark Souls 1 and 2, especially pyromancy, because as I think Dave mentioned earlier, it doesn't, it's not relying on your stats. So it's, it can, you can kind of use it with whatever your build is. Even if you aren't using a magic build, it honestly makes sense to just pick a pyromancer at first, yeah. because you start with the pyromancer flame, you get a bunch of spells that aren't keying off of any stat in particular, and you can just sort of, like, if you don't want to bother with more pyromancy, you don't have to. You didn't sacrifice a single thing by doing that. I think <laughs> I started with the pyromancer, and then it morphed into, like, a strength build using Havel's armor and shield. Oh, God. So I was just a tank that could chuck fire around. It was great. Sounds I mean, like a blast. Yeah. Now nowadays that's the notorious easy mode. Was it <laughs> was it the easy mode for Dark Souls already? What the being a just magic magic user in general. Mm, it can be, but there's still there it, I, I hesitate to use the term easy mode, uh, but it can be easier. It, especially you don't have for, to be as good at dexterously dodging, but you have to be more yeah, good at management. Right. So you have to manage spacing a lot more, which means you need to be aware of your sal- surroundings a, a lot more and you know where you're trying to create space so you can get some spells off so um yeah it, it can be easier but it's uh, people are definitely exaggerating when they say it's easy mode it is definitely something that it seems like the designers ultimately disliked because in every game sense they've been trying to essentially slowly find a happy way to nerf magic yeah which i don't like I mean, so it was still pretty powerful in elden ring i was gonna say if you played elden ring <laughs> yeah it's, it didn't feel overpowered to me in there huh? oh it did feel i mean it did feel overpowered i never felt overpowered <laughs> well, game, well but... i i will you mean an elden ring yeah i'll yeah. i'll give it i'll give it the benefit of a doubt because in elden ring there are so many permutations possible that you can probably build you know even a glass cannon to like one shot bosses so mm-hmm. that that was my build. Nice. Uh, but yeah, magic got a little too overpowered in two, because by the end of the game in that, you just melt. Even after they kept successively nerfing it patch after patch. Like, I remembered I, I played that game for the review. I got to, like, some menacing-looking dragon boss near the end of the game, and it was just like, oh, I'm just going to sit on the ground here and fire away spells, and it's dead. I don't, have, don't even have to wait for it to land. It's great. Loved it. <laughs> And that's why so, we all can't enjoy three. <laughs> so no, there's, that's, 
that's we'll get to complicated. That. Yeah, the three. My relationship with three is complicated. But that's a story for another day. Story for a podcast sometime. Yes. Uh, Sorry, yeah, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you guys off. It just sounded like it was universally agreed that magic is the way to go. Uh, definitely. I definitely don't think there's Dave's no reason to not that. take the pyromancer's flame. Yeah. What? Um, I'm a cute little turtle. Give me a shield. <laughs> I have never touched magic in any in any Souls game. Well, you can use magic and a shield. <laughs> I've still never touched yeah. magic in any Souls. Although, That's if funny. I have, so I've never replayed any of them, but, but you know what? I've had my moment of glory of like, I've had my accomplishment of, of downing bosses, right? Like I, if I ever replay any of them, um, I could see magic being the way to go. Let, let me, let me see something a little different. And you know what? I, I would actually be sad that it's been nerfed. I, I wouldn't say no to an, to an easier magic run because I've already done my, I did my time. Yeah. Um, one of the things they ch- eventually changed, which is relevant here because it's what they used in Demon Souls is they went back to just the MP bar, which I, I don't like in an action RPG. So it makes it a lot harder to figure out how much magic you can use. And it can they also made it so that you had annoying. to decide whether you wanted your rest of to heal health or yeah. magic but we'll get to that i feel like so, no matter what build i do well okay i mean that i shouldn't say that because i always do the same build but it doesn't matter um i will always be envious of other players whether it's like if, if i summon um a magic user for a battle i'm envious of how great their magic is if i summon another melee fighter i'm envious of like why are they so much better than me why is their gear so much better why, why, why can't i do what they do there is something humbling about watching a video trying to figure out what you want to do and then seeing that the person that can just roll around naked with a great sword and never take a hit yeah i'm, I'm definitely always the uh the weak link on the battlefield if, if I summon. And that's the point of summoning. Someone to shore you up. Uh, oh, that, that might... will... Sorry, that will get into a story if we ever do Elden Ring. Uh, which then made me wonder if you guys had any wacky soul stories I was going to gonna mention my build first. Before oh, go, go ahead. Uh, go it's, go it's, just, it's not a super interesting thing. It's just to, to round things out. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty basic, like, dodgy dex build. So, you know boring guy who has a sword but rolls around a lot so that's fun <laughs> hey, hey nothing wrong with rolling i think i think we've actually now hit the triumvirate of primary archetypes <laughs> i throw magic i get hit i roll around kind <laughs> <laughs> of sounds like a chumbawamba song in a way i throw magic i get down <laughs> i roll around i roll around but i get up again <laughs> <laughs> i'm never gonna stop rolling around <laughs> so so yeah did, did, did you, any of you guys have wacky souls moments like uh, weird, weird summonings um boss fights that just went off the rails that kind of stuff i mean wackier than try finger butthole <laughs> we've already covered it uh i went into what's the what's the place that's like the first place you run into fucking things that can petrify you the, oh the, the basilisk yeah the basilisk the i forget what the yeah. area is actually called but yeah. around the basilisk the first oh, this, time oh uh, what that not the deep depths yeah the depths yes is yeah, it where you run those. into the, the gaping dragon or whatever he's yes. called yeah mm. I, I ran into that and immediately got petrified and said fuck this 
Yeah. <laughs> then immediately sought out the back door to blight town. Smart. Which does exist. Yes, those enemies suck. Yeah. The, they eventually patched them to make them less abusive because originally, uh, because what petrification does is it halves your max HP, but originally that stacked. Ooh. I think you I could reach that. a point, like it would stop stacking once you hit 1 16th your max HP. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. It's uh, not. And it, and it persists after death, does it? Yeah, you have to find like an item to purge the curse. So even dying, first they do that, then they kill you, and when you when you come back to life, you still have the effect. Yep, yeah. gotta go farm souls to pay for an item to fix it. Like, oh, God damn it. And that's why, like, the second I saw that, I was like, fuck this. Is there a way to not deal with this? And there was, and I was happy. <laughs> Yay. What about you, Wheels? Oh, other than the, the comical failure of me trying to finish up Dark Souls for review kept failing the jump in Bed of Chaos. Like, a comical so number of times. Yeah, I just could not get it. Wasn't that the reason you didn't give the game a five? I Yeah, it contributed to not giving it a five, yes. <laughs> That's what kept it, okay. It's pretty stupid, but what are you going to do? It's very funny. Sometimes you can't take the emotions out of these things. I mean, it's a review. It's going to be emotional. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I... Yet. There's probably lots of comical deaths I've had. Just mm. stupid things. How about you, Pascal? Have you had any yeah. comical souls deaths? I mean... None of them that felt comical at the time, probably. That's the thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It's it's Dark Souls, baby. Like, there's nothing funny about this game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, like, if you, if you're looking for like humorous, no, nothing comes to mind. I don't know. I just I always felt like there's so, some instances where you know you think you're safe, and then you turn around and there's a zombie right in your face. Some asshole knock you directly um, off a cliff. Here's something I remember that I it's definitely not comical. It's just another thing I. Uh, that I, I dislike kind of like the basilisk david there's a um one of the other paths okay i don't i, I don't remember the, the names of them but you get to a kind of a city of ghosts um yeah that's new londo oh new londo okay did you guys already talk about it and maybe i, I no just we haven't brought up new londo yeah um so not comical more bullshit um, they will kill you, but you can't harm them, I think, unless you have a certain item. You need to be, to be cursed in some yeah. fashion. Like, you okay. have a transient curse, or if you have, like, a... There's a particular weapon that is considered to always be cursed, even though it doesn't really do anything to it, that can kill them. So um, It's yeah. super cruel if you don't already know that, and it's not super forthcoming how to do that. Yep. So that was, a fun, that was a fun trek through there. New Londo is not a fun place if you do not have some sort of cursed object <laughs> to kill things with. I did not. I, or at least not at first I didn't. I think I came back to it. At some, I think I abandoned it, did other stuff, and eventually came back and I was able to fight them. Yeah. I th oh, this, this wasn't something that happened to me, but it was one of my favorite videos I've ever seen. It was like four four players however many was the max in the version they were playing uh all doing like they were like one of them was dressed in one of the most ridiculous outfits in the game and he was holding one of these rods that makes it look like you're dancing half the time <laughs> just like all of them just sort of sitting there and emoting while a dude sat there in the middle and danced and then killed a bunch of them and i wish that i could like pull up this video right now because it was extremely funny to actually look at because it was the dumbest shit imaginable Yes, yeah, so some of those videos can get pretty comical. I remember seeing the uh, the Happy Souls dance video. That uh, was they was walking around just with their arms out doing this weird dance. I think it was something that originated from Vine. Uh, that makes sense. Dating myself a little bit. Um, it's, it's the style of the time at the game when the game was new. <laughs> 
R.I.P. Vine. Um, did you guys have any favorite, it, well, your favorite or least favorite areas? Kind of hit my favorites when we talked about Anne Orlando and the Painted World. Yeah, least favorite. Uh, Depths. Blight <laughs> Town, if, if you go the main way. <laughs> Take the back which way, which I have going done. Yes. <laughs> you take the back way, which I have done every time since the first time. It's not so bad. Yeah, Light Town is just so like the concept of it. The um, I I don't know if the game ever shows the geography of the area. That might be something I've seen in like a video where somebody I don't know modeled it or something. But the just the concept of the um, it's like scaff. I think we already talked about it, but it's yes. um. Scaffolding Definitely. built like underneath the castle somewhere, like in basically underneath the castle sewer. <laughs> yeah, I'm which I, I I'm assuming it's where what like the moat would be or whatever whatever deep area would be there. I, I don't know. Yeah, because Blight Town is directly under the essentially directly under the depths, and it just it just clings on to like like these stone pillars that support whatever like bridge or something that's up high high up above overhead. It's it's Incredible just a fascinating. Huh? It's an incredible atmospheric piece. Yeah, like I, I the, the closest thing I could think of is like some kind of like ancient like Roman aqu- aqueduct, like a giant uh, like brick structure, and this just sprung up around the supports. Oh, it's it, it's fascinating. With a name like Blight Town, it makes you wonder how anybody could have ever lived there. The answer is not well. <laughs> no, that's the kind of world building I I, I do really like. Because that's Kelly, like that asking that kind of question as you're like going through. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of world building I will like too. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean for for Dark Souls for sure. We've we've already hit them all. Um, and I mean, I'm in Demon Souls. I mentioned like I like I really like um, Boletaria Palace. Um, I also like some aspects of the what is it the Shrine of Storms? I think that's what it's called. Anything that isn't a poison swamp is okay in my book. <laughs> the game can be split into swamp and not swamp. And of course the swamps would only uh, would continue to multiply throughout the subsequent games. I mean, it's, it's an easy area to put in a gloomy game. Allegedly Miyazaki just loves them. Uh, swamps and candles, what I'm told. It came from a friend of mine that played Dark Souls 3 and was like too many candles <laughs> it's i mean that's what has me like wrapped from from moment to moment i can't i always can't wait for um like seeing what the next area is like it, like especially when it shifts in tone when there's something completely different um yeah i think wheels had to step away i don't think he would uh i don't think he said his we might go back to um mm. did you that meanwhile you two did you guys have any memories while you um what you're doing in your real life when he was playing the game or how it affected you or anything like that <laughs> well <laughs> yeah i mean i already said i kind of alluded this to this earlier and it, it sounds really self-absorbed but when i like when i finally worked up the courage to play demon souls on ps3 like i really felt like i was taking some sort of brave plunge um and i mean it was i, I guess we already said like we said it was a a, a cult hit right i mean it was mm-hmm. like known well enough by people who were interested in it but not it wasn't i mean there was no souls like right like there no. was it wasn't it was its own thing um so yeah i <laughs> That's my only memory. Like, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> so, uh, apart from being self-absorbed, nope. <laughs> I, I mean, the idea, 
back then the idea of marketing your game around being that hard just seemed like it was uh, career suicide. And they made it work and made it a thing. I imagine it would have been less popular without that because that that appeal to a certain gamer, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then word spread. I, yeah, I, I think I, I think kind of the underground and definitely the importing of the Japanese version. Uh, I, I think, was, you know, it, we'd be living in a much different time if the PS3 was region locked. It's making I mean, me think of that. The mere fact that the issue of should there be an easy mode is such a hot topic debate. It's, you know, that, that proves like that's who they... That's who they tapped into. Um, I mean, uh, I, I'm one of those people that I think games should be accessible to all people and that there's it hurts nothing by having an easy mode. Yeah. But I, I understand why uh, From Software doesn't want to do that because they've they've set this expectation. And I, I honestly don't think they want the hate mob at this point. Um, that being said, Wheels is back. Wheels, did you have a favorite or least favorite area? Uh, I thought I said Blaytown, least favorite, for sure. Are we talking about Demon Souls? Um, just e- either of them. Uh, then most of the areas in Demon Souls. There you go. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I, I have to, I had to admit that prison was cool in Demon Souls. What little I played of it, I just could have done without the lightning, the lightning squids. They are um, me. They ring their little bells. <laughs> um, no, so we scary. we didn't know when he was going to be back, so we was talking about our uh, personal what we was doing in our life. Uh, if you remember, I know I it's been a honestly. While don't remember i think i was getting pumped for this game that's what i was saying <laughs> at the time uh for demon soul or for dark souls at least definitely don't remember what i was doing when demon souls came out what about you david uh i mean as best as i can remember uh what i was doing when i played uh these games uh i've already reiterated the you know i was Big, big plugged into Demon Souls before it came out and wasn't happy, and then uh, played Dark at a time in my life where I was also very not happy. So that's where we're going to leave that. <laughs> oh, gonna, gonna say that that's not a very good game to play when you're not happy. Maybe it's I mean, it was distracting from. It, yeah. the, the nice thing about a hard game or really any challenging piece of media is that you are at liberty to stop. Uh, to it is the stress you are allowed to stop having. Oh, that's true. And that's cathartic. That's true. And and hey, I mean, the game looks depressing but the story itself really isn't that i mean it doesn't have a story that's going to make you cry you know i'm, I'm yeah, thinking about I mean, compar- comparing it to something like yakuza that brought me to tears this weekend <laughs> the way i would describe it is that comparatively uh the difference is that in dark souls eventually you you defeat the thing that makes you unhappy yeah <laughs> that helps too um just I'm going to go last because since I did play a little bit of Demon's Souls, I just remember I, I got, got the game for Christmas and was trying to play it and was getting incredibly frustrated that the online on my PS3 could wouldn't work. And I was kind of depending on the, you know, the messages and the blood stains and all of that. And it was like that, <clears throat> excuse me, it was like that for about a month. And then all of a sudden, the online started working again. And it turned out it was because I tried to download a God of War demo, and it was sucking up so much bandwidth in our shitty little apartment 
that it was just completely not making the online itself actually work, if that makes any sense. Like, it was, I, I guess it was spending so much bandwidth downloading the demo that it shut off the online for the game, which is weird because usually games, you know, when you go online, shut off any downloads. At, at least back then, I felt like it did that. But I, I just remember tearing my hair out trying to figure out what was wrong with the damn internet on the PS3 and to find out that it was the, uh, downloading a demo of all things just made me so angry and I think I rage quit the game at that point and then picked it back up and then yeah rage quit again at the prison tower not, not really rage quit just more like a put it down never pick pick it back up sort of thing um, I I don't know I, I sort of want to revisit it but after you guys saying that even the remake is full of jank I might just skip right to Dark Souls you should probably at least try it but maybe like save it for because it's going to feel the most archaic yeah yeah and, and it's going to be one of those ones that if you play if you try to play it last it's just going to be worse it's one of those things I, I do think that it is worth playing even though I personally do not like it <laughs> it's worth well, trying it, to see if it's something that you can gel with yeah I mean the game has cool areas and has a lot of cool ideas it's just been so so much better surpassed by its sequels that's that's my argument but i mean you also have you know pascal here who still loves it the most worth listening to <laughs> uh, i i get it mm. um i i enjoy my past games that have their jank i still boot up final fantasy one every now and then like i don't though. get to i get i don't get to call people out on uh on <laughs> On enjoying games that are janky because I just sat myself through East 4 Master of the Sun, which is a <laughs> reference for no one, but that's a jank-ass game. <laughs> oh, the, the the Super Nintendo one, not the good one, which is... Uh, PC Engine, the, the one that came, uh, I was thinking the one that came out recently. Memories oh, Memories of Salsetta? Yeah. Uh, I would honestly say I, I haven't I haven't touched more than like the first few hours of Memories of Salsetta, but currently I would actually probably say I like Dawn of East the best of the three. I see but we'll get to that. Well, I'll get to that on Q&A Quest. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I might need to put Memories of Salsetto on our list for show ideas, because, heck, just ease four. And then well, I'd everybody be able to bring, talk about all of them. <laughs> everybody bring their own ease four to the table. It'd be an interesting discussion. Oh, God, someone's um, going to bring Mask of the Sun a new theory, and I'm going to beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it I mean, anybody be either Josh, jank, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna um, insert my own my own janky game. Um, I have a weird fondness for Yakuza Three. Oh, that's a pretty that's that's like the transitional game that mm -hmm. feels very strange in hindsight. Oh yeah, especially with with everything else having having uh, well, most of the other titles having have facelifts and this and that. Um, three is the the ugly duckling. But I kind of have a weird love for it. Wasn't three the one in the collection that they did a PS3 box for because it only came out digitally? No, that's five. Okay, Th thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a digital I, only PS3 title here. I, I love that they cater to some of our own OCDs doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's oh. cute that they did that, but PS3 boxes are ugly, so I didn't use that. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. And then there's um, and then like a dragon gave me two steel cases. Yeah, that's oh. Now I have um OCD in the other direction. Now I have more case than game. Yeah, empty case games. What do I do? <laughs> uh, I guess save one aside. Wait, how did that come with two steel cases? Yeah, it's some edition or other. I. I would have to pull it off the shelf. It has two okay. different design steel cases. Don't. Gotcha. 
I think it's the the Daiichi edition is what they specifically called it. Yeah, there was a there was a Daiichi edition that definitely had. I I, I think I only got the one steel case. I think you might have had to like get it from a specific retailer to get both. But oh, that right. probably is what happened. Yeah, you're probably right. Sounds like a thing Best Buy would have done, but I couldn't say for sure. <laughs> All I know is that my Daiichi edition I got this year from an Amazon warehouse deal, and it kind of smells like weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's that a- a proper Amazon warehouse smell. Yeah. I don't blame uh, them. Uh, but, but uh, hey, we're, we're running Yakuza material. T- tune in next month. so for... much Yakuza material. So, so much. God, that's going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> but I don't want to make this a three-hour show. You guys have got to get off the Q&A quest. I've got to get to bed. Uh, I'm sure Matt's got to get to bed, too. Got school in the morning. <laughs> I would enjoy that, yes. <laughs> I'm back. Um, we, well, Wales has toddlers to deal with, so I think we're done. Um, that that being said, th- thank you, Pascal and David and Wheels, for showing up. I do appreciate it. It's been a, f- a fun mm-hmm. souls discussion. Always a pleasure. May all your sons be praised. And and, and of course, always a thank you to my p- partner Matt, who I could not do this without. I made it. I stayed awake the whole time. I've heard of Matt, so <laughs> they sounded fun. Wow, what a what a compliment for us. <laughs> He did fall asleep last time I was on here, so it is an improvement last time. <laughs> Incremental well, hey, I would improvements. Rather, I would rather him fall asleep than be stuck in a hurricane or without internet, as as one case. But, um, we're going to be getting into more games that he's been into soon, so he won't be sleeping all the time around here. But Correct. I think it's time to go to sleep now and enjoy that bonfire, praise the sun, and have an excellent week. Thank you for tuning into RPG Backtrack, and we will catch you later. Goodbye. Bye.